Hello, this is Dr. Earl with Denali Medical. To get us started, I'd like to ask you a question. Are you ready? I mean, really ready. Are you ready to find solutions? Are you ready to find root source healing? If you are, well, let's go. So there's a lot of talk out there as far as which diet is the most healthy. And boy, I tell you, you know, depending upon who you talk to and who you look at, it's high protein, it's paleo, it's keto. I mean, it used to be the South Beach diet and Atkins. And, and there's a diet for every day of the week. I mean, it's just crazy. And the reality is we, we really are designed, if you will, created in such a way that, that we're omnivores. And so we can enjoy a little bit of everything. And, and the interesting thing about that is often we get into a rut in the way that we eat. So we're either, you know, for example, if we're doing a keto or a high protein or Atkins, we just get into that form of eating. And the challenge that that gives us from a physical standpoint is because we are omnivores and we have all of these different processes in our bodies for dealing with all of these different energy sources, some of those pathways may get turned off. A perfect example, and this sounds counterintuitive based on what we learned from you know, some of the traditional training out there, but they're finding more and more that if we will eat healthy fats, you actually burn fat. And we've made such a big deal about a low-fat diet. And the reality is, and you look at 1980-ish was when they really started the low-fat diet craze. And since then, the health in the United States has absolutely plummeted. We are more obese. There is more diabetes. There is more disease than there ever has been before. And it has little to do with, and it has, I should say, it has something to do with the type of fats, the trans fats and some of the other fats that we've substituted for healthy fats. But the other thing is the low-fat diet is not healthy. And the reason is that it turns on the fat-burning mechanisms within our body. If you want to turn on a machine and you want to get it to run, do you take away its fuel source? The answer is no. You put gasoline or diesel or whatever into that machine, you fire it up and let it do its job. And the same holds true with our diet. And so we're designed to burn and process healthy fats. And that in turn actually turns on our fat burning mechanisms. We are designed to burn and, and process proteins. And there's a mechanism and a process for doing that. And we're designed and processed to burn carbohydrates. And then we're designed to break down greens and get our vegetables and our nutrients and our, our micronutrients from those vegetables. And if we have that kind of a mix, it really does put us in an optimal type of eating. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to have that at every single meal. And there's quite a bit of research now going into something called diet diversity. And that's where you start to follow the old style of eating. And that style was that, so let's start out, you know, at the beginning of the year. Well, you're dead in the middle of winter. And about the time January comes around, a lot of your fruits and vegetables and your squash and some of the things that you'd put away, they start to become a little depleted. And so you start to look at maybe some other sources for food. And, and this is where people would start to harvest their animals 
and they would eat a relatively high fat, animal fat and protein diet. So they would go into kind of a keto type of diet. And then spring would come around and you would start to get some greens, your lettuces and some of those really rapid growing would come on and you start to supplement your diet with a lot of these greens. And the interesting thing we talked, and you alluded to this a little bit earlier, but the combination of greens and healthy fats is actually very synergistic. And it really does open up and unlock a lot of different health benefits within your body. And then you go again into the summer, some vegetables start to be produced, some of the early vegetables. You're looking at legumes, peas, beans, some of those that grow really quickly. And so you start to add those into your diet. The meats and the proteins kind of start to fall off. And then you get into the fall, and that's when your fruits and some of your squash and those start to come on. And then you're really not eating a lot of you know meat from that standpoint. You stock your squash and you stock your grains and put those away. And you save those for that early part or try to get yourself through winter. And what they found is following this type of flow in your diet keeps all of the mechanics going and keeps it moving forward. Well, most people get kind of bored with, you know, if they eat for months on end, a very specific diet. And we're living in an age of absolute wonder in that we have all of these different options at our fingertips. And so they've done some research and looked at this diet diversity and realized that if you go into a three to six week rotation with some of these things, and again, you're not doing this just exclusively. So you're not just eating, you know, fruits, grains, whatever, just exclusively, but you're kind of doing a little bit of diversity, but that's the crux of what you eat that you can actually get all of the health benefits on a more rapid rotation through these diet diverse scenarios. And so it's kind of fun because you have this emphasis, this focus, this new food group, if you will, that you get to focus on for anywhere from three to six weeks. And you explore different ways to eat, you know, whatever you're focused on in that six-week period. And then you've about had your fill, pun intended, of that particular diet type. You can switch into something else. And that diversity kind of keeps your body guessing and moving in a way that it has to keep all of those mechanisms moving forward. Cancer, malignant cells, perfect example of a a type of cell that gets used to a high, simple carbohydrate diet and then gets to the point where if it's cut off or changed at all, then it goes into a survival mode that goes haywire and then starts to try to live independent of the organism. And then it obviously can metastasize and do all kinds of different things to us. So having that diet diversity means that only healthy cells that can maintain life during that change really can see all of the benefits from that. So it's kind of an interesting rethink, if you will, on what we look at as far as our diet. And in this research, is, it's fairly prominent, and they're finding that all diets work to some degree because it's change. It changes the way that our body has to process things, and so that activates different genes in our DNA. And all of these diets have some level of, the reality is they have some level of toxicity that they bring with them. And so the next diet, interestingly enough, 
cleans all that out and brings its own benefits, but then again, its own downsides. And then if you just kind of keep rotating through that, you'll find that your body will respond very appropriately to it. So kind of fun as far as that's concerned. So where do IVs and IV nutrients come into play? Well, what we also know from the way that our food is now grown, and my background in this is I studied a lot of botany and lived on a farm, still have a farm, and then actually owned, and still own, I should say, a soil reclamation company, meaning we'd come in and recover the soil from all the years of fertilizer or what have you, and we'd look at under the microscope and say, okay, you've got a predominance of bacteria or not enough rhizomes or whatever. And we would bring that soil back into a healthy state. And what we found is that the soils that we're growing our food in really doesn't have all of the nutrients that the plant needs to finish its production completely. And so that means then that the food and the fruits and the vegetables that they produce are not optimal for us either. So, and, and that really does give rise to, you know, adding supplements and adding in some of those adjuncts, if you will, that we put into our diet, trying to make up that difference. And, you know, you can, you can always find conflicting research out there. They'll talk about supplements don't help, supplements don't change anything. The recent one I saw that vitamin D makes no difference and so forth. And the challenge is that if you go back and you actually look at the research, you'll find that the research is often flawed. They take either a poorly absorbed vitamin or mineral because most of the companies that disprove supplements have an agenda with it. And the reality is most of the companies that approve supplements have an agenda. And so from that standpoint, I often then look and say, what are the supplements doing to myself and what are they doing to my patients? And so when I put a patient on a multivitamin or vitamin D or this vitamin C, if you will, when they come back and they're brighter and they've lost weight or they've got more energy or their activity is up, then I realize from a very scientific and measurable stance, this really works. Because the research, and we've talked about in the past, unfortunately, they're trying to exclude and, and get research down to where they're comparing things that are so simple. They're looking at two-dimensional research to try to describe a three-dimensional being, and it just doesn't cross over at all. So the research is flawed, and so you really have to take a look. And, and I always tell people, try it and see if it makes a difference in your energy level and how you feel. If it does, then they're for you. And if it doesn't, then we need to find something that is for you or something that you're missing. And we know that those vitamins and minerals from a scientific basis get into the cells, do amazing things in the cells. We need all of those components. So the science is sometimes misleading, and we just have to trust what our bodies need. Well, IVs are a way to really bring a body up to a level from a nutrition standpoint very quickly. And gosh, the best story is actually back to the vitamin C. If you take 1,000 milligrams of a typical vitamin C, now this isn't the bioactive C, this is the typical vitamin C, and you take 1,000 milligrams. Well, that 1,000 milligrams gets into your digestive system and only 500 milligrams gets absorbed. And you're thinking, okay, that's all right, 500 milligrams, so half, we're down to half. 
Well, all digested foods go through what's called a first pass through the liver. And that means that everything is passed and processed through the liver. Well, first pass through the liver, vitamin C will be broken down 80%. So now your 500 milligrams that got absorbed, 80% of that is broken down. And that means 100 milligrams is released to your body available for your cells to use of the original 1,000 milligrams that you took in. And not all vitamins and minerals undergo this dramatic of a reduction when you take them, but they can be significantly reduced. And so being able to provide nutrients from an IV standpoint will really bring your body up to significant levels very quickly. And it can make a big difference in patients that want to have energy or get over infections or bolster their immune systems, what have you, even detoxify, chelation, if you will. We can really get a lot of nutrients into the body in a much more abbreviated time frame and make a big difference. The caution is, because we can make such a big difference in such a short period of time, is you can be a little overly aggressive, say, in chelation and or releasing some toxins. Keep in mind that a lot of patients when they come in or people when they come in, their bodies are so depleted and or so sick and filled with toxins, suddenly you put all of this goodness in and these cells absorb the goodness, if you will, the good stuff, and they'll release all the toxins all at the same time. There's a Herxheimer reaction or Herxine, people will call it, where you release toxins too quickly, too fast. So there is a little bit of skill and knowledge that needs to go into delivering IV nutrients to patients. Otherwise, they'll feel miserable and have a pretty bad reaction. But IV nutrients can make a big difference in a hurry. And it's, it's catching on almost anywhere around the United States. You can now find places that do IV nutrition. You do have to be careful as well. There's an IV and I won't name them, but an IV company here in Utah that is doing, from a financial standpoint, is doing amazingly well. The challenge is their IVs are very watered down, very weak. And so you want to kind of do a little research and make sure that the company you're going to really does things right and is looking out not to just give you hydration and a few nutrients, but really balance out those nutrients so that they're optimized in your body. And in a nutshell, that's IV nutrition. And we've, we've got patients right now, you know, we've got some that either have lost their spleen, their immune system is knocked down for some other reason, and uh, they come in usually starting in about October, and they'll get some of our, uh, what I call my immunity IV, and they will get this IV every few weeks. And some get it just once a month, but every few weeks and it protects them from getting cough, colds, and flus throughout the winter months. And we have patients that are, you know, get sick, and within the first few days, usually within 48 hours, if we can get an IV into them, it'll cut the severity of the illness down significantly. And then we have others that, you know, just want increased energy or they want to maintain them health, their health. And here in the next little bit, we'll be adding, and I have some detoxifiers and or chelation IVs, but we'll be adding a very aggressive program to help patients detoxify. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, uh, Dr. Earl, can you give out your website for your clinic? 
Yeah, it's Denali Med, D-E-N-A-L-I-M-E-D.com, DenaliMed.com. The phone number is 801-389-4697. By the way, guys, the Bioenergy C, world's greatest vitamin C.com, world's greatest vitamin C.com, or 1-800-674-3250, 1-800-674-3250. Okay. Well, I'm a big believer in your Bioenergy C because I've taken it and it's wonderful. I haven't been real ill, knock on wood, and uh, because I, I've been taking your high-grade vitamin C and it just makes a big difference. And it's interesting because we have a competitive vitamin C. I mean, there's a liposomal vitamin C that sells for easily 40% more than what we sell ours for. And they talk about, you know, higher absorption and those kind of things we still get double absorption from liposomal. So your standard vitamin C we talked about, 10% gets absorbed. Liposomal, about 50% gets to the cells. And with the bioactive C, we can never say 100%, but nearly 100% gets into your cells. And if you want to learn more about how and why that is, I've got a little webinar on worldsgreatestvitaminc.com. Cool. Well, we, uh, we thank you for everything that you always talk about and always give us because it's such a pleasure. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been a lot of fun. And it gives yeah. me an outlet for some of these ideas, and so it's very appreciated on my end as well. Okay. At the beginning of this lecture, I ask you, are you ready? Are you ready? And we're going to close with that same question. Are you ready? If you are, let's go.